Thanks so much for tuning in to the Leesburg Daily, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast where we dive into scripture, we study it together, and then we apply it to our lives. Today we pick up in 1 Timothy chapter 5, and we've been dealing with uh, uh, widows uh, Monday, and uh, again today we'll be dealing with widows. I guess for the past three times we've been together, we've talked about widows. We've talked about the care of widows. Um, we've talked about um, this this seemingly order of widows who would have been uh, perhaps an official uh, order or group within the church. Um, today we talk about younger widows. And so let's kind of dive in here. Uh, we start today on verse 11. And Paul has just made the case that uh, widows are to be put on the list if she's older than 60, if she's uh, got a reputation for this, if she's a widow in, in indeed, she's a, a widow without a family to care for. See, see the, the, the big thing that we need to remember is that According to Paul here in First Timothy, um, those of older age, uh, those who need caring for in their in their age, um, the the responsibility of that falls onto the family, and and that's a statement that's still true today. A, a lot of people find it quite a lot more convenient to just put their their older relatives in a in a nerd just just here's money and here's <laughs> you know take care of them um and in some situations that's the best thing for them um but the responsibility should fall onto the family look at verse 11 there are older women who are put on this official list, but then there are younger widows who are not to be put on the list. Let me read a couple of verses and we'll talk through it. Verse 11, but refuse to put younger widows on the list for when they feel sensual desires in disregard of Christ, they want to get married, thus incurring condemnation because they've set aside their previous pledge. Now what Paul's talking about here is, is quite simple. Um, a younger widow, uh, Paul says, is going to feel sexual desires. She's going to have that desire to be remarried. And as he will tell her later in verse 14, his encouragement to younger widows is to get remarried. See, those who would be added to the list that Paul's talking about here are those who would, uh, the class that he would describe as probably incontinent, uh, those who are no longer interested in, in sex those whose bodies have changed and and they've they're, they're beyond that in in their in their life but these younger widows that are going to feel that desire for sexual uh, uh, connection and, and the opportunity very well could r- arise for them to be remarried and in that case Paul would see it as a as a, a an, an abandonment to to leave the order of widows to get remarried and so it's best for them never to join until they are truly widows indeed what paul says here is they'd be incurring condemnation on themselves because they've set aside their previous pledge well their previous pledge is that of the a pledge of the order of widows 
And Paul says, look, it's best then that they don't. They don't join this order, these younger widows. In fact, in verse 14, he'll say these younger widows uh, should get married, get remarried. We'll get there in just a second. Let's look at verse 13. At the same time, they also learn to be idle. That word learn there is, is really the idea of learning instruction from someone else. And so I, I believe that what they're learning here is not something that they that they learn by idleness. It doesn't mean that they uh, idleness comes unconsciously. Instead, they, they learn this idleness and they go around from house to house, Paul says, not merely idle, but also gossips and busybodies talking about things that are improper to mention. Paul says these younger women, they have an issue with uh, idleness. They, they become perhaps bored, restless. And so they become busybodies. They become uh, gabbers. And so they start taking messages from house to house, causing problem. And so therefore, he says in verse 14, I want younger widows to get married, to bear children, to keep a house and give the enemy no occasion for reproach. Younger women who are, who are able-bodied and, and desiring it get remarried. That's a much better thing. Get remarried. Why? Because some have already turned to Satan to follow Satan in verse 15. Well, well what's that mean to turn aside and follow Satan? What means that they've probably given themselves to immoral practices? They, they've taken this vow and they've, and they've turned and, and ran from it. They've, they've rejected it. They've caused issue and conflict. The, the, the reason Paul has these rules in place is because, you know, have you ever realized that a rule is a rule because it's, it's been broken before? I remember in college we had all kinds of rules. And some of them were silly rules, like don't rappel down the stairwell in the dorms. Well, why is that a rule written in the handbook? It's because we rappelled down the <laughs> the stairs in the dorms. And so because we had done it, they had to make a rule to make sure that we don't do it again. This is the same thing I, I believe that's going on here. If any woman who is a believer has dependent widows... Now, here's the Greek gets funky here again as well. Verse 16. If any man or woman, it could be translated, who is a believer, has dependent widows, she or they must assist them, and the church must not, must not be burdened, so that it may... Ass- <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. They must assist them so the church must not be burdened so that it may assist those who are widows indeed. Again, it falls down to, Paul says here, the the responsibility of caring for older relatives falls onto the family. Only when there's no family for it to fall on should it come to the church. Now, sadly, that, that isn't practiced very well today. Uh, but that's the picture that we have. We have the responsibility to care for those who are aged, those who are, who, those who are widows within our families. It falls to us. If there's no family to be had, then the church should be there and, and, and assist and care for and provide for. 
take that woman uh, and, and, and provide for her. But it should also be the woman who fits the characteristics as Paul's already pointed out. Those who are godly, those who, um, well, look at verse verse 10, having a good, good reputation for works. And if she's brought up children, that's great. And if she's hospitable to strangers, it's good. If she's washed the feet of saints, if she's a servant, if she's um, someone that's not just a taker, but here's what we see. We see that every individual has a role to play within the church. See, none of us are, are made, designed to just be consumers. We're to be producers as well. We're to bring value too. And so as we kind of wrap up there in verse 17, we'll, we'll pick up Friday and we'll be talking about elders. But as we think about the role of widows... Perhaps we should think about our role. See, even these widows who were adopted onto the list, onto the order of widows, had a role to play. What's my role to play? What's our role to play? Do I only consume or do I contribute? Do I bring value too? Perhaps that's a question for us all to think about. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Join us again Friday as we talk about elders in verse 17 uh, through, I don't know, 22 or so. Uh, God bless. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to the Leesburg Daily.